Welcome, everybody, in the Movie Guys Verse. This is Jordan here, part of Movie Guys Podcast. We wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode. If you don't know what Movie Guys Podcast is, we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Sit back and enjoy the show. Whoops. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jordan. Hey. hey. Uh, so, so we're live. Hi. Go. Just go. Hi. Just, yeah, just roll it. I was disabling HD. I'm sorry. Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> in the movie guys verse. Uh, this is uh, Jordan here. It's tonight. Uh, we are live. So, of course, like anything with live programming, there are always hiccups. Sorry. I was trying to switch over. Anyway, but tonight, uh, if you are listening to this episode later on, Tonight, we are going over our Oscar debate reaction episode, our third annual reaction episode. Eric, I know this was your idea three years ago. We started this idea with you. Uh, are you excited to talk about this tonight? Because I am. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. And the winner goes to fucking your boy here. This this is a great – award shows are always great for movies. And there's so many now. But this is – there's got to be a winner. And it's always the Academy Awards. It's the top. It's what – it's what everyone wants to climb. You know, it's a big old mountain, and his name is Oscar. Nice. So, I, I mean, I know Ed's not a fan, though. He, he thinks otherwise. I would – first of all, I will not forget to mention the star of the movie during my acceptance speech. I will just re put that right out there. The, re the whole reason – I will not forget to thank the main reason why the movie was created who just won Best Picture. Nice. We'll just go out there. So, to 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 kick off the show, uh, for four years straight in college, freshman year to senior year, the Oscars was a big deal because I was a film student. So every year we had a huge Oscar party. It was a big deal. After I graduated college, yeah, you know, kind of got it out of the kind of got out of the Oscars. Um, and then my wife and I last night, we've been together for ten years. So we went back to the 2009 Oscars and uh, Hurt Locker won for 2009 to kind of bring back, you know, 10 years ago. I thought that was fun. That was a good one. You know what? Actually, uh, Hurt Locker had or has two Avengers in it, right? Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it, do. it does. Yes, it does. So we're going to talk about everything tonight. But, Eric, I want you to help me out with the storyline here. This is the first time in a long time. Uh, Eric, the Oscars didn't have a host. What happened? Well, uh, there was a lot going on with the Academy this year, and they had done a whole lot of just mistakes from the start. I mean, you had uh, almost from the beginning, uh, didn't they, um, aside from the whole hosting thing, which that's a mess in itself, instead of them picking up the pieces, they just went no host this year, which is, you know what, fine. But they also... Uh, um, Wanted to add a category, more popular, most popular movie, right this year. Yeah. Um, and that got shot down pretty, pretty damn quick. They tried to do uh, what only sing two of the five uh, songs originally onto its broadcast. And everyone's like, "No, why would you not play all five if you're going to show all five of the movies and all five of everything else? 
why only mm-hmm. two of the best song? That's ridiculous. So that was quickly shot down. Uh, they had a, a few other things too, didn't they? Uh, want to do a robot host at one time? Yeah, there was talks yeah. of that, but that never. I don't think they were serious. I, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm sure they were thinking oh, pretty and then, seriously and about then the it. The awards through the commercial breaks too. Um, so that was whatever. But listen, I, what to expect this time around was I think what everyone expected: just lights, camera, action, and just pick it up right where you, right where you left off. Basically, it's almost like they cut right back from commercial break. You know. Now, Eric, to go on that. Since Ed is not an award or an Oscar fan, I found this to be a breath of fresh air. This was 36 minutes shorter than the year prior. Ed, did you find this to be a breath of fresh air? Let's go, let's go, let's go. No. Oh, okay. No. I loathe the Academy Awards. I loathe the Oscars event. I loathe Ed, it. who are you wearing? Like, is that <laughs> not even a... First of all, now that now that's offensive... We, we can't. We're not. We're not allowed to ask who are you wearing now. That's why they had on E. They had the fucking glam bot. Oh my god! So you can just show. So you could just show. You could just walk up to it and show your outfit and stuff, and then so basically the only person in the world. Is that what it is? Yeah, and the only person in the world who still does the Oscars now that Jones Rivers has passed. The only person in the world who's willing to work it is Ryan Seacrest, and he's afraid to ask people questions. Yeah. Like it, 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 from start to finish, I do not find this, I find this to be a breath of fart. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? So they're just trying to find something new here. And I appreciate what the Academy is doing because they, they really are opening up a lot. We had a Netflix movie that was nominated for a majority of the awards this year. Uh, we had a lot of foreign films. In regular categories this year, mm-hmm. so uh, and then of, of course there was a, a, a big, um, better mix of diversity this, and deservingly so, and noted it should have been a long time coming, but um, we'll fight about that later. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that later because I still feel that the academy uh, kind of is is still playing it safe in, in trying to do their awards. I feel like they're trying to do this whole everyone gets one type of thing. And we'll, we'll go deeper. Gets a participation that. trophy. That's what I think is happening, and that's where yep. I think that this is this is going to be shit. So that they need to find something else to. to if everyone's going to get one, if this is going to be a Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards thing, then they got to find something else. Because and the red carpet was not it. Because you had a lot of new people, and you had a lot of a lot of stuttering and struggling. So yeah. look at look at me being a fucking queen about this, huh? I know, mm-hmm. right? Um, before we get into our reactions on some of the categories and nominees and winners, uh, the, the queen, Kevin Hart the way, just, the just clicked. Yeah. Oh. yeah, nice queen. Adam. I didn't even know uh, that I, I actually – never mind. Nice. I interrupted. <laughs> um, I'm kind of pissed that Kevin Hart didn't do it because wasn't it – and guys, please correct me if I'm wrong because I just know a little bit. I like know like the cliff notes. But um, – wasn't it that Kevin Hart, like in 2012 or something, did a stupid racist tweet, and but, what, they what, fired what him? The fuck ever. Yeah, something like that. And he didn't. He he didn't apologize for it. Listen, I I think, and I really hope. I know that they're all listening. The Academy. I know you're all subscribers. I know you're listening right now. This is. You should take this suggestion and run with it. It's fucking gold. Okay. You need to have a consistent bang opener. Okay. 
Billy Crystal was it for so long. He did fucking great. Uh, you showed right now that that any one of those three, Maya Rudolph, Tina Fey, or Amy Poehler, could easily just open it. You don't need to have them host. Open. That's it. Mm-hmm. Open. Do a quick set. Do a banter. Do a pander. Move on. That and it works. It worked. 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 And then give everyone the same two minutes, and then move it the fuck along. It works, and then throw in maybe one or two more from, I don't know, uh, maybe a few more regulars or some up-and-comers. Keegan-Michael Key, for example, he he was great. Like, a lot yeah. of people said that he should have uh, hosted. But, like, having these little bits to highlight something is perfect. That's what they should do. They do it for all the other movies or the other and all the nominees. So Why not? Um, make let's go into- make, make a Kids' Choice Award. Let's go. Someone get slimed, damn it. <laughs> let's go into uh, let's go into a category that I like real quick. Let's go into our reactions of the best visual effects. Uh, the nominees for the best visual effects this year were Avengers: Infinity War, Christopher Robin, Ready Player One, Solo, a Star Wars movie, and First Man. And the winner was First Man. How do you guys feel about that? Ed, let's go with you first. No, look, I mean, hands down, of all the movies, Ready Player One was literally entirely a visual effect. And you don't give it to them why? That's a very good argument. And also Spielberg directed it, so that's shocking. Eric, what say you? It's, yeah, it, it turns up because they're still, I really don't like giving Marvel, you know, they, they feel like nominee was good enough for you, Marvel, but they don't want to, it's like they don't want to give it too much. Keep the dog on a leash a little bit, you know? And uh, well, Christopher Robin, what the fuck? Really? Visual effects for making Winnie the Pooh? Is that what happened there? I actually watched that Great three movie. weeks ago with my wife for the first Great time. Movie. I absolutely love that movie. Um, the, 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 the actual visuals were great. I mean, he was walking around behind the scenes. You know, he was walking around with this green teddy bear, green screen. And uh, seeing it live on film, this looks great, actually. But wow. I actually agree with, uh, with Ed. Ready Player One was pretty much Avatar, right? The whole fucking thing was yeah. a fucking well, effect. First Man was the realism, right? Was the, I guess, was, I don't know. Yeah, but, realism. But, but then again, this might be the part of, like, kind of everybody gets one, where if you got more than, I don't, I don't know. It just, it seems like everyone that got buzzed kind of got one. It just, you know what I mean? Like, even Black Klansman got one for adapted screenplay. You know, I really yeah, like that. It wasn't movie. that Spike Lee's first ever. I yeah, I think that out of actually all the movies uh, uh, this year, that this one w- may have been more deserving to win Best Picture. Um, but that's just me. Um, I think I I kind of agree with, with Spike Lee's statement. If you remember that he won, and not to keep it too fucking political here, but we'll we'll go into what he said about the movies instead of that whole other garbage. Um, that he said that Green Book was what is a bad vote or something like that, a bad choice. The wrong choice. He actually walked. Uh, he was beginning to walk out of the theater when they announced uh, the winner for for best film, and they decided to come back. Really? Yeah, in protest. I uh, sure. I I understand what he's saying that it was kind of a safe movie, yeah, but I mean, and I, I can't I can't disagree with them. You know? We'll talk about we'll talk about that later tonight. I enjoyed the movie, though, but it, yeah, I had to see it was very... Anyway, go on. Uh, for best makeup and hairstyling, the winner went to Vice. 
Um, I mean, why? Because Christian Bale ate a lot of hamburgers. I I don't. Yeah, you, you said that when we watched the movie, and it's absolutely true. I mean, what makeup did he do? He shaved? Did he sh did he shave his head? The top of his head? It's just yeah, it's just real like, makeup and hairstyling. Because what were the other? We were Border and Mary Queen of Scots. Oh. Mary sure Queen of Scots. Here's the funny thing. I'm going to watch, watch the movie that movie because one. because Mary Queen of Scots stars Margot Robbie as Queen Elizabeth the First. So I kind of want to see what Margot Robbie does as Queen Elizabeth the First now. I want to see well, what Margot Robbie does in anything. And well, there you go. Got you sold then. I'm getting sick and tired of these Queen movies, you know, uh, because the first one that was popular, like what, like ten years ago, was the Queen, you know, and then they or like every Elizabeth. year. Yeah, Elizabeth. Like they do like these fucking like Queen Elizabeth movies. It's I'm kind of sick of it. The period piece. It, it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's always gonna be like a Jane Austen, or you know, like it, there's it, a period pieces always seem to land in the Oscars now, for some fucking reason, and they always get best costume. They always get that costume. So, Eric, let's talk about the way a film looks. Let's talk about the best cinematography. The nominees were Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, A Star is Born, and Roma. Eric, what say you? I mean, Roma won. Do you agree that Roma should have oh, won best oh, cinematography? Yeah, I, I think that they did a fantastic job with that cinematography. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a fan of just a choreographed shot, I guess, in – you can kind of see just the way that the, the shots and a lot of them were done. It was just, um, I, it was just well composed. I, I think now I, I will have to say that I have not seen never look away. Um, Neither. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I, I don't think the star is born was, I mean, they're basically just kind of, did, you know, shots of like, a. a they, they look good. They were seen like stage shots, you know, from like next and those those look really good too so the way that they they did those one pieces of traveling with them those are always fun but i feel like you could just walk with them in that one whereas roma you have to be like okay everyone this is a rehearsed we have to do this everyone has to do this and i'm being the shot this way i i think it was a deserving win what about you ed do you agree with roma winning uh best cinematography well i have to say i can't really form an opinion on it because of the movies that were nominated. The only one that I saw the whole way through was a star is born. Uh, I tried to watch the favorite and we'll get into this later. I fell asleep. It was absolutely one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. And the fact that it was nominated for best fucking picture proves the point I will make at the end of this fucking conversation. But <laughs> best actress. That, that, see that I can't, I, I, that's beside the point. Um, but I, I can't speak intelligently about that. I, I, that's the only movie that I saw the whole way through. Sure. So I, I, okay. yeah. All right. Ed, uh, best costume went to black Panther, uh, against, uh, Mary queen of Scots, the favorite Mary Poppins and, uh, and the ballad of Buster Struggs. Um, I, I saw Mary Poppins returns. Um, I don't think this is one that Black Panther deserved. Uh, Mary Poppins had a great costume design. What do you say, Ed? Literally, I will copy and paste what I just said. Uh, the only movie of those that I saw the whole way through uh, was Black Panther, so it's the only one to which I can speak. Fine, but do you think that Black Panther's costume design was great to win an Academy Award? When we reviewed Black Panther, I had said it literally they literally pulled off the costume off the comic book page. So yeah, I mean, it was it was exactly that. It wasn't 
there was no, I mean, there was some deviation, sure, but <clears throat> I mean, again, I can't speak intellect, I can't speak intelligently enough about the other movies to say yes or no. Eric, do you have a dog in this fight? I mean, costume is one of those where I, I really don't know how they determine the winner. I, 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 re, I really, because, you know, it, it just seems like, is, is it more of like the challenge of it? Or I don't, I don't know. Because I mean, challenge would be a big one, right? Be like, you know, if you have, if you're making a Civil War period piece and you have a thousand extras, 500 Union, 500 Confederate, you got to get all those costumes, everything down right to the badges, right? So, yeah, I mean, well, all right. Well, Buster Scruggs is Western, so those are pretty kind of, those are easy. Mary Poppins has a lot of hipster shit in it too, so that's probably easy to get. Um, I, I, yeah, I guess, I mean, you're not complaining. Black Panther had, had amazing costumes in it but i guess all these other movies blend together they all seem kind of they're, they're in the same area same kind right. of palette well bohemian rhapsody wins its first two oscars of the night it won best sound editing and best sound mixing eric uh, you and i reviewed this one ed you did too but uh, eric what do you what do you feel about them winning sound editing and sound mixing pretty much a given uh, yeah, I, I said will tell you exactly what I told Ed as I was watching it. It happened. I set up, scoffed, and said they won a fucking award for pushing play. They <laughs> yep. exactly what it, what it was. Listen, I get it that they had to line it up with the vroom, you know, and they had to make sure every strum kind of matched in the dun dun dun. dun and I get it. Um, you did great. I hope you enjoy your award. My wife was looking at the uh, nominations with me when we were watching this, and she goes, wait, 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 a quiet place for best sound editing? That's kind of an oxymoron. Yeah, the movie's real <laughs> fucking quiet. That is my point. This whole thing. This is my point to why I loathe these things. Go ahead, Ed. Go ahead. Get it. Get this little tease out. Give no, us I mean, it's ex literally exactly what Eric just said. They played Queen songs in a movie about Queen and it's best sound editing? Guess who fucking edited the sound? Brian fucking May. That's who edited the sound 40 and 45 and 35 years ago. Right? That's who did this. Close Thank you, it. Brian May. You should have gotten the fucking Oscar because you fucking did it in these albums. And somebody just hit play. So, I would say that, uh, I mean, for sound mixing, that would have been fun to do for... Um, Maybe maybe like Roma or maybe like a Star is Born too because those are uh, um, kind of hard. There's a lot of background. There's a lot of like crowd going on in both those movies, you know. Mm -hmm. So to mix that in with with your character on top, that's a lot of layering too. For editing, I would have picked First Man. Uh, doing space like that, doing rocket noises and and vacuum and air compression and and that noise. That's I, I get props. That you know what? It is funny that you say Quiet Place because they you know. Obviously, the sound was a character in that movie, though, so I would yeah, get I mean, into that, too. My wife was just giggling about it. Uh, quick question. Uh, maybe you guys can correct me. Um, sound foliage, right? You know, like the stuff they make, you know, like crumbling leaves together to put it into the movie, you know? Yeah. Um, is that a part of sound mixing, or should that be its own category? Does that count? Because that itself is an art. Mixing, I guess. Would that be mixing? Yeah. I, okay. I, I you're yeah. I'm giving you an answer. 
Okay, so it's mixing. So that I'm on Ed's team then when it comes to Bohemian Rhapsody with sound mixing. Because really, I mean, like you look at First Man, you look at Roma, and hell, I mean, like you said, even A Star is Born. You have to put in the sounds of the crowd and, and everything with it. So having Bohemian Rhapsody, which is just one big giant concert in a way, um, doesn't make sense then. That's weird. Uh, let's go to something I know Ed's going to be so excited about. Best animated film, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 1. They went up against Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Maria? Ma Maria? Is that right? And Ralph Breaks the Internet. Ed, are you excited about that one? Um, I guess maybe excited is not the right word, but yeah, I mean, Into the Spider-Verse was one of the best movies of the year. Um, one of the best movies that we've in 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 our show. And it was, it should have actually been up for best fucking picture, but that's beside the point. So yeah, absolutely. Best animated feature, hands down. I mean, Incredibles 2 was really good, but it was more like nostalgic than it was good. Sure. Um, I mean, Ralph Breaks the Internet, the first, what, Wreck-It Ralph was, 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 was decent. Ralph Breaks the Internet, just, it's just another stupid sequel that they're going to do. Yep. Um, and then I didn't see the other two movies to, to talk about because didn't care. So yeah, I mean, Spider Into the Spider Verse was was absolutely fantastic. Now before we go to Eric, I'm going to say that I thought Isle of Dogs or Incredibles Two was going to win because Disney Pixar wins every year, and they had two Disney movies into this. You had Incredibles Two and you had uh, Wreck It Ralph. You got you got to remember Both though, like one, you got to remember one of the things that we haven't talked about was who should have won versus who did win and why there's a difference. I was waiting until we get to the bigger category. Yeah, well, but here's the thing: this is the first place. This is the first time where we could talk about it. The biggest reason into the Spider Verse won this because it was the only place that it was nominated for a movie like this was because it had a, an African American lead role. It's the only reason it won. Wow. And this is this is more this is about the academy. This isn't a race thing. This is about the academy and their inability to understand film. Wow! Yeah, so that's, the that's only, a bold statement there. Oh, I'll absolutely listen. I'll stand behind it. So this is not a thing. Of, this is this is not about you know. I want more white people in movies. That has nothing to do with it. I absolutely loved Into the Spider Verse. We talked about it in our review. Go back into our archives. I absolutely love the fact and what they did with that movie. But the only reason it won, 100% the only reason it won, nothing else mattered. It had a black lead character. So, Eric, um, I don't know if you want to take this or, or I, so I guess I, can, uh, I guess I can be the first wave and you can be the sniper at the end. Sure. Um, this is how you're wrong. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse was nominated for Best Animated Film because it was brilliant. Not because... Oh, absolutely. Uh, they did not sit there and think, oh, okay, so there's going to be uh, there's going to be a, a computer-animated black character in it. I mean, like, there wasn't actually... It, 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 that doesn't make sense. Um, it was visually stunning. It was put together well. And you can't really say Betch visual effects with the complete CGI movie compared to... Ready Player One, because I did have some real-life, real-world elements yeah, to it. Yeah, right. That's a different story, yeah. So, but I don't think it has anything to do with a black character. Eric, do you want to you snipe this one home? Yeah, or? I, I didn't, like, I, okay, so I've seen all of them, and just like you said, Ralph Breaks the Internet, it really didn't even deserve to be nominated. And listen, animated feature film 
They throw up a lot of fucking gimmies. I still, everyone listening, I still will boycott to this day. Lego Movie has nowhere fucking near, <laughs> doesn't need to be anywhere near that shit. Okay? You ruined it. Because of Lego Movie being in this shit, you ruined it for everyone else. Look at the category here. Incredibles 2? Fuck that movie. <laughs> Ralph breaks the internet? Doesn't need to be in there. Uh, Isle of Dogs, yeah, Isle of Dogs. I will agree, needs to be I, in there. I liked Isle of Dogs. It was, it, but it played just like Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I liked the stop motion ones. It was, it was good. It was creative. It was Wes Anderson, very artistic, and so that was really cool. I, I liked that. Uh, see, like, there's different animation styles. The other two, Incredibles and Ralph, are all CGI. Uh, I yeah. Mean, I'm, but like, I'm sorry, not not like CGI, but like the Pixar kind of cartoony type of thing. Yeah. Um, it just seems it's the same product is what I'm trying to say. But whereas we have all these other three movies are a different style of animation that is yeah. not mainstream style whatsoever. Spider-Man was like the cell type of thing. Oh, dog stop motion where I kind of like the stroked painted. You know, it's it very good. So, But uh, in while, in, in while you're both right about everything about what y'all said, the movie was – the movie in my opinion was one of the top five movies of the year. Okay, and it should have been. It, obviously, it can't be up for best picture because it's an animated movie. I get that, and but they don't award comic book movies. They don't do it. Black Panther got a couple of things because it was one of the biggest movies of all time. But they didn't. But was can we can we all agree that Black Panther was by not at all by far the best Marvel movie they've ever made. No, I would agree with you on that, but uh, but I mean, so okay. But my point is, is, the only reason it got nominated was exactly what I just said. And I'm gonna, you're gonna make me sound very Trumpian, but it's not. It's about the Academy well, well, and their elect. I'm gonna save you if you want me to. Okay. I I really think that this, if I'm being completely honest, was a weak year for movies. Oh, absolutely. Valid, valid point. And so competition in the academy wasn't where it needed to be because you had this weird, this weird kind of movement towards blockbuster coming again. These weird kind of big launches are coming back, but they're all gimmicky. They're all sequels. They're all franchise, and the academy does not like that. But this is a year that needed to recognize it because there really was not really a whole lot coming out. I really liked Blank Klansman. I think that that should have gotten uh, a little bit more. Um, Roma was 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 better than I ex thought it was going to be. I was actually quite impressed with that. Um, I liked that one. A free solo one for documentary, and that one gave me anxiety like a motherfucker. If you guys haven't seen that, yeah. But okay, so Eric, I have a question about overall the Academy for you here, and then I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, I'm disappointed, and I know why it didn't because of what it is. But this is where I am on Ed's team a little bit on how it's fucked up. It was legitimately a great fucking film. Yeah. The vis the visuals in it were great. And Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise was a great fucking actor. He did mm -hmm. a good job. Why wasn't it in any of this? Eric, what do you think about that? Scary movies, man. Scary movies don't usually or horror, I'm sorry, don't doesn't usually have a place in the academy. Every once in a while, you'll have like the the thriller, the, the, is what they call it, a suspense thriller mm. that might slip through. Sounds the Lambs comes to mind. Uh, um, but, Alfred Hitchcock's the only exception. But horror, most most oftentimes than not, generally generally does not 
have a place in the academy because they consider that to be niche, they, right? And that they, they said to be just kind of like a. But like, can't they recognize that Bill Skarsgård did a great and, job acting? And here's the thing, and here's the point: the academy is the academy, and the academy awards are not about the movies. It's about the story they want you to think the movies are about, and it's about the politics of campaigning for these awards. Yeah, that's the other that's part. That's all too. it is. And I think that would have that would have had to have been last year, then, wouldn't it have? Mm-hmm. Because oh, that's right. yeah. given Look, given the, their given the release season, I think it should have been last year's award that it, it, it would have been late a late bid. Yeah, Look, the the movies that win at the Academy Awards are the a the movie that spent the most money fluffing the balls of the Academy, and or b the movie that tells the story they think they want the culture to go towards. The, um, it's just it's just that simple. That's why that's why Spike Lee never wins, and Spike Lee is one of the greatest directors of all time. Mo Betta Blues is one of the greatest films in the history of movies, and it, and, and, and Spike Lee knows that he's a good director. His late, his most recent stuff isn't that good, but he she's uh, uh, do well, the right thing. With the, do this th- one though. Yeah, finally. Do the be, for do the right thing one or should have won right do the right thing was absolutely fantastic they won't give it to Spike Lee because he's not the black guy they want in front of the world oh fuck that Spike Lee sucks you d- no brother he does not Spike Lee tells the stories of of, of I, uh, he yeah, tells legit I like, stories I like Spike Lee man he's, I don't, he I don't tells like he tells hood stories. He tells hood stories for people that grew up in a hood like then I grew up in a hood man I didn't grow up in New York. I didn't grow up in Detroit, all right, but I I, I grew up in a hood, man. It just is what it is, and I, he tells stories of people that I kind of know. Terrible well, director. Te- teach their own. Uh, terrible director. You don't have to like him, but yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm um, with that on that one. Uh, black. Okay, speaking of Black Klansman, Black Klansman won Best Adapted Screenplay. They went up against the Ballad of uh, Buster Scrubs. Uh, can you ever forgive me? If B uh, if Beale Street could talk, a, and a Star's Born, uh, Eric, do you like uh, Black Clansman winning here for Best Adapted Screenplay? Yeah, sure. I mean, wh- wh- whatever. Um, it's usually Best Adapted Screenplay. I I had thought had been more so like best best movie that's a book, or best bi- or best biography. Uh, but it's basically kind of what it is, and that's basically what we have. We have a Star's Born, which is just a repeat of uh, an older story. You have, let's see, one, two different books, and then you have, oh, I guess Black Klansman is not necessarily a book. Isn't it just a biography, or I don't know. It's based on a book by Ron Stallworth, so I mean. Yeah. Well, then you have yeah. books. You have biographies and books, then. Just basically, it's kind of what it is. You know, which, yeah, one's, which one's the the better one? It's And think about it. Like, A Star is Born is an adapted screenplay from two movies that were already made. From four? I, I thought is, it was two. I think this is the fifth one in, in its is it? in its run. The yeah. original one, uh, the original one was in the thirties. Um, I thought so, I, could, I only knew two. I only know of two. So how can you nominate somebody who took a screenplay and wrote another screenplay? Because Gaga is in it. <laughs> I mean, I love Lady Gaga. She should have won Best Supporting Actress, but or Best Best Actress, hands down. But she like, got a, she got a shout out at the. Uh, she, she was mm-hmm. the, the Best Actress, uh, Olivia Coleman. Her last words were Lady Gaga for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best supporting actress, 
the nominees were Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, Amy Adams and Vice, Marina D. Tavara for Roma, Emma Stone and Rachel Rice both for the favorite. Regina King wins If Beale Street Could Talk. I love the film. She was the highlight of the film. She was the star of the film, I thought, but uh, very good movie. I thought she deserved it. Uh, but Amy Adams did a good job, though, too, in Vice. Uh, Eric, what say you on that? I, I'm not going to disagree with Regina King at all. She's, I think she's awesome. I, I, I just like, I don't know, everything that she's done. I've always been kind of a fan. She's solid. So, Greg, congratulations. I think she's great. I, as far as everyone else, I mean, like, Emma Stone's already got one. Uh, Rachel Weisz is already, like, isn't she married? She's still with Darren. No, no, she split, split with Aramovsky, right? But she's already, oh, yeah, a long time ago. I mean, she's already, a, you know, she's well. And Amy Adams has already got one, right? Everyone's fine. Yeah. So, uh, well, but and, and Regina King's deserved one before and hasn't gotten anything. So yeah, she, she's yeah. earned it. And I was about to say that when it comes to it, like, I'd say usually you're a sure winner when you are up for the Gimme Award. Or uh, or the thank you award rather or something like that, whatever I'd like to call it uh, where you know after you doing it so many weirds like the, how Leo got one for um, Revenant the Revenant yeah we're just like okay listen well the, the gimme award yeah we need to give you one now I I think that um, she's been she contributed enough and then she's this was up like it was her time she was in a good movie she was in time for it and it just aligned for her kill shot at the Oscars everyone else Ooh. was just kind of like. Because they already got one. They already had the time in the light. Regina's, it was her time yesterday. Eric, so, um, I'm going to murder this name, so you're just going to have to tell me. Who won Best Supporting Actor? Mahershala. Mahershala yep. Ali? Ali. Yep, Mahershala Ali. Great, uh, great performance. Absolutely second, great performance. The second uh, Oscar. Mm, I, I actually figured they should have switched – him and Vigo. Vigo, I felt, was more the supporting character in the movie, but maybe not, I guess. I don't know. Definitely great performance. One of the best actors going in Hollywood right now, 100%. And um, the dude the dude rocked that role. Seriously, I'm, he rocked it. I'm going to argue with both of you, and I'm going to say that Sam Elliott should have won, uh, won that category there. The Marlboro Man? Sam Elliott was great in A Star is Born. We'll talk about that movie as the episode goes on. Uh, but uh, Sam Elliott was damn near perfect in that role. Uh, great supporting character. Uh, he should have won that one. Sure. That's uh, my let's see, did he, see, he won. He won. He's nominated. Did he win anything? Second place nominated. nominated. For Justified? No, 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 no. I'm looking up to see if he, if he won any uh, Academy Awards. It looks like he has not. Sam Elliott would, would, yeah, would have been would. due for a Gimme Award too. Yeah, but, I would think. I would think that Sam Elliott has not won anything. Nope, I, did. I thought he was great. Uh, for Best Actress, Eric, give us the list. Who uh, who was nominated? Who won for Best Actress? For the Best Ellen Scroll up here. For Best Actress, here. I, I it's actually not in the top. What the hell? Who are you looking for, Best Actress? Yep. Oh, uh, Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman, right? Yep. What the yep. Hell? Yeah. It. Where, oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah. Olivia Coleman. Uh, she won for the favorite, Lady Gaga, who should have fucking won, uh, or even Melissa McCarthy, or or Glenn Co Glenn Close should have could have won. But you know, like you said, and we'll get into this a little bit later. I already started. 
another, you know, Lady Gaga deserved it. Melissa McCarthy deserved it. Glenn Coase, they wouldn't have given it to. Olivia Coleman, they gave her the award. Very surprising. This is a woman who had done British comedy. She was in uh, uh, Hot Fuzz, right? She, yeah. And uh, a few other shows that I can't think of right now. Cult, but yeah, she was a comedian in the UK. And here she is winning an award. And keep this in mind, it's like there, there was no uh, any, uh, there was no white man that won anything this year. Or I mean, in the in the top four, actress was Regina King. Actress, that's uh, uh, she's from the UK. Mahershala Ali, he's not a white man, and neither is Remy Malek. He's a Egyptian. And and not that there's anything wrong with the best performances winning, regardless of who they are or it's their nice background. Finally, it's just like this is how kind of how it should be. The most deserving. I don't know about the Olivia Coleman though, but no, no, I, I, I'm actually on uh, I'm on uh, Ed's team on this one right here. Uh, Lady Gaga was robbed. Her performance mm -hmm. was absolutely stunning in A Star is Born. Um, I fell in love with her when she first came out as a musician. My wife and I are actually fans of her. And I fell in love with her acting when we uh, saw her in American Horror Story. She was the Countess mm -hmm. in Season 5 mm -hmm. American Horror Story Hotel. She was brilliant. Uh, she was absolutely brilliant. She also played a witch in the sixth season of uh, American Horror Story Roanoke. Uh, she was robbed. Her performance was brilliant. I, I will say to, to, to the favor of all of the, the big four categories, uh, actor, actress, uh, leading support, um, that I, I, as I go over this and look at all the nominees again, it, every one of these nominees seems very deserving of the award. It looks like steep competition on all parts, and so it's kind of hard to be upset with such just when you are held in such high esteem with everyone else like this is these are really good you know like these are these are trophy winners like all these people you know are are at the top of their game right now maybe not Vigo Morrison yeah well listen, but the dude did listen if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about Vigo Morrison in 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 in, in, in as best actor I'm not saying he should have won but that dude literally was not at all himself whatsoever like you ever listen to that dude talk that dude turned went from 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 lord of the rings like who he normally is i guess when he talks he went but he turned into my grandpa <laughs> he turned into that jersey boy he turned into my grandpa and i couldn't have been more excited to see his performance um in Green Book, seriously. Okay, well, let's talk about Best Actor. Uh, Rami or Rami? Rami Malik? Sure. Rami, I think. Rami Malik won for his portrayal as Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. He was up against Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, William Defoe, and Viggo Morrison. I am torn on this one when I saw, uh, my wife and I were talking about it. When I saw Bohemian Rhapsody in theaters, I turned to her and said, he's going to win the Oscar for Best Actor. I didn't see a star is born yet at that time. Uh, God, Bradley Cooper was fucking brilliant, though. Well, uh, well here's the thing. I oh. go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I no, I just I don't know what to do. I don't know where my decision lies. It's like 
Christian Bale doesn't deserve it because I said for a billion times that if I swear to God, you guys get a dollar for every time I see it. He just ate a bunch of Big Macs. I mean, that's that's all he did. That doesn't give you the greatest actor. Um, but fucking Robbie Malik as, as Freddie Mercury is memorizing. But then Bradley Cooper's performance as just a down-and-out rock and roll country star was heartbreaking. I don't know who out of those two would have, oh God, it's a hard decision. Well, and let me just, here's the thing. It all depends on what your thoughts are on the following question. If you're an actor, does it count if you're doing an impersonation? I mean, that's what acting is in a way, right? But it, 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 but it depends on the school of thought, right? I, I'm torn, you know, like, Remy Malik did an impersonation. Four people in this category are impersonating an actual person. You have Remy Malik doing uh, uh, mm -hmm. Freddie Mercury. You have Christian Bale doing Dick Cheney. Willem Dafoe mm -hmm. doing uh, uh, Vincent Van Gogh, right? And then mm -hmm. Viggo Mortensen doing uh, Tony Lip, who who is the real character. Yeah. And so that's the thing. Like, if you're if you're of the school of thought, I'm not saying yes or no in either direction. If you're of the school of thought that doing an impersonation is the same as acting, then, in my opinion, Remy Malik did the best job. I mean, like, you know what? On that right there, if you're going to say impersonation, on that, I'm not saying that's what you agree. I'm just saying that. I'm, I'm not agreeing yeah. or disagreeing. I'm yeah. just saying if you say it's so, then there, yeah. then A. If not, then B. Well then, well then, the Oscar for Best Actor of the Year should go to Alec Baldwin as Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, That's a, he's doing a very good impersonation, a fantastic um, impersonation. Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer. Oh I mean, yeah, Jesus. oh she was amazing. Yeah, but this, is, this is about movies. We've already listen. This is this is movies. That's that's. Oh, I know, I know. But see, that's that's me answering that question. It's like, now I'm going to say definitely that I love Bohemian Rhapsody. It's really great. What a great performance. But Bradley Cooper created this character. Uh, this guy doesn't exist. So that's why I, I really dug it more. He had more imagination. All Malik had to do was watch hundreds and hours of Queen videos and just kind of mimic the performance, right? Uh, Malik thinged Freddie, uh, uh, Freddie Mercury, say right? He has to become Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he has to become Darling. Freddie Darling. Darling, yeah. But at the same time, because Bradley Cooper created the character and directed himself, does that really mean he was doing any acting because he was just being the thing he created as opposed to who somebody else created? Yeah, valid. You know, like he, he just created a persona. He wrote a movie from the pers from the persona, per or perspective of the persona, and then directed that same persona. Well, since so, you did, since you said the name director, let's get into the last two here. Best director of the year, it was Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Powell Polinski, oh, Polinski for Cold War. Uh, I, I'm not, uh, Jesus Christ. Just the uh, winner, dude. Yeah, uh, Alfonso Curion for Roma. Um, I like Alfonso Curion. I, I like majority of his films. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm a fan of, of his films, too. I like City of Men, or uh, Children yeah. of Men. Great yeah. movie, great fucking movie. 
One of my all-time favorite sneaky movies is Ichu Mama Tambien. There you go. I loved that fucking movie. Uh, I did not see Roma, so I have I'm yet to see it. So I feel terrible that I didn't watch the guy who won Best Director, who's directed movies I absolutely love. I, I recommend you you watch it. I really do. It's on Netflix, and it's it it, it really surprised me. I I kind of eye rolled because I was like, what the fuck, you know? But everyone's talking about it, and I was like, all right, well, I'll have to watch it. And sometimes you just have to force yourself to watch something, and just you know, that's how it was with uh, last year with uh, Call Me by Your Name. And she's yeah. like, ah, oh, Jesus, you know, well, it's, it, it, you know, you know, whatever. Brokeback was a good watch. Let's give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, Alfonso Curion uh, also arguably made the greatest Harry Potter movie of all time, right? Prisoner of Azkaban. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And did Gravity. I mean, the dude, the dude, fucking, the dude's a, a worker. The dude is legit. Yeah. He knows what's going on. All right, let's get into the last award before we go on to our rants. The nominees for Best Picture were Green Book, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. The winner with Jordan steaming pile of shit with flies on it was The Green Book. Absolutely. Wow. I mean, it, like, whoa, geez. Like, I, it was, I, I still enjoyed the movie. You don't say it's a dog shit movie. I'm not like, saying it's a dog shit movie. I'm saying that and I, 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 decision there. Yeah. I'm uh, I've been saving this for the whole episode. I'm just gonna say my piece now. A Star is Born is perhaps one of the greatest films I have seen in the past ten years. Whoa, okay. And I'm not exaggerating. Today I made a list of all my favorite films in the past decade, uh, of the newest films that came out in the past decade, and a star is born was amazing i have never seen a chemistry between a male and a female lead that were so good together on screen since ryan gosling and rachel mcadams in the notebook whoa 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 wait a minute buddy mr and mrs smith is another one too that you mentioned right there right? Oh, eric you're 100 right jordan you're you're off your actually led to them you. yeah, yeah. Yep. Which, is what's, which is what's happening to Gaga and Cooper, because I swear to God, they're fucking. Um, the movie was oh, fucking. Tell me they're not. Oh, yeah. The movie was fucking great. The movie, A Star is Born, should have won film of the year. It, it definitely took its time in the beginning to get you to know the characters, but it's so heartbreaking. And Lady Gaga is so charming. And so is actually Bradley Cooper, because you don't feel disgusted by him and his choices like you should. You know, you actually feel sorry and you want to see him succeed. And it's just such a great film that I am so upset that it did not win. That's that's my opinion. Star is born, the greatest film of the year. Uh, that's my that's my opinion. Eric, how about you? How do you feel about Green Book? Because you and I did an episode about Green Book. I listen, I enjoyed Green Book. That's fine. I said before at the beginning of the episode that I I feel like it was a safe pick. Like them to just be like, listen. You're all great, but fucking Green Book just because no one's gonna, everyone's gonna go just exactly how I'm acting now. They go, eh, that's good. Eh, well, all right, whatever. We'll fucking, you know, like we'll, yeah, yeah, all right. It's kind of, I don't know. It's it's a it's a roll. It's a shrug, a shrug of a win. It's basically what that was. Um, I I think that I didn't think it was gonna be Black Panther. Like, well, I kind of did. I felt like it was gonna be some sort of big movement. Again, I would have thought Black Klansman. I thought that would have been really, really a, a good one. I really enjoyed that movie. 
Uh, or a Star is Born, that would have been predictable as well, too. But Green Book is safe, and I, I think... You know what I mean? Like It's like when the game ends in a tie. Yeah. I think that's the best way I can say it. Like that That's what nice. happened, is that it ended in a tie. And it was just kind of like, eh, that's, that's all right. It's almost... Yeah. Kind of just uh, a vanilla uh, ending. Ed, what about you? All right, so I'm going to wrap for a little bit on this one because this is this is the point that I'm I've been trying to make this whole episode. So Green Book, Green Book was a fantastic movie, absolutely fantastic movie. I mean, I was in it from moment one. I loved every second of that movie. But Jordan's also 100 percent right. Like, if you should feel like a, a movie's designed is supposed to make you feel a certain way. And when you don't feel that certain way, it, there's one of two reasons. Number one, because the filmmaker didn't want you to hate that guy or love that guy, or they could, they weren't able to make you love or hate that guy. So Bradley Cooper made you love the character you're supposed to hate. And he, you felt when he killed himself, you felt like legitimately he did it because he loved that girl so much. He could not live without her. And the only way that he could make her career go was to kill himself. And you loved him for it. That's the beauty of film. Green Book is, like you said, it's the safe movie. And the reason it won is because it had an old racist Dago from New York who all of a sudden meets a black guy and, oh, racism dead, racism dead. All you need to do is is believe, is believe just meet, some, meet, meet a black person you're not going to be racist. Right? Vice was only nominated because the, liberal fucking, the liberals in California hate Dick Cheney. And I'm a registered Democrat, and I'm saying this. They only did it because they hate on Dick Cheney. Bohemian Rhapsody was a good movie, but it wasn't great. Didn't see Black Klansman, can't speak to that. Black Panther was a great movie. I don't know that it deserved to be on there, but I can't think of any other movie that I would add in there that I saw this past year that, you know, with the exception of Into the Spider-Verse. But this whole thing is exactly what's wrong with the Academy. Because you got a movie like The Favorite, which is absolutely one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's just like the movie the dude made the previous year, fucking The Lobster, which was also nominated, if I remember correctly. C correct me if I'm wrong. Is Was was Lobster not nominated? But anyway, but anyway, so like they pick movies that tell you the story they think the culture of America needs to hear. We can all agree, and we've said this several times, there have been hundreds, if not dozens of, dozens, if not hundreds of Gimme Awards, not because they did the best job they've ever done, but because oh we, we we fucked up we forgot to give we forgot to give you uh, uh we forgot to give uh what's his name uh I, I, uh the fucking director now I lost my train of thought Scorsese yeah Scorsese for the ten great movies you made and we're gonna give it to you for the worst movie you've ever made Leonardo DiCaprio should have gotten it for Titanic that's one of the greatest acting performances of all time uh, we're gonna give it to the to you for the Revenant because we owe you an award you can't owe somebody a fucking award like they just want to give you one to say you have one. It's bullshit. Everything having to do with the Oscars is a dog and pony show that is the worst of America, 100% all in. It's all politics, and it's all politics about the money you spend. To, to, it's not about the performance you give or the things that you've done to earn it. It's about how much money and how well can you lobby to get this. 
And then they just give people things who don't necessarily deserve it. You're done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. I'd, you know, um, to close out the show on that, I'm not disagreeing with the statement. Um, my biggest gripe with the Oscars is that they have films that are nominated for best films that nobody has ever heard of before. And that's always been annoying to me. Eric, do you have a dog in this fight? No? Oh, I, I was on you. For, for them to what? For them to nominate for movies that to you've nominate for? Yeah, just like, I mean, like, really? I mean, who has heard of, I mean, not this year, but there was years prior before. It's like, who heard of that movie? Well, no, I, I guess you could say, for example, like The Lobster, which was nominated, by the way, it looks like uh, last year, even though it was made in 2015. But, uh, yeah, um, and I was also looking up Leo, too, because there's a lot of other movies he should have been nominated for uh, or that he should have won for it that he uh, never did, like Wolf of Wall Street or Blood Diamond or The Aviator. So mm -hmm. just, just just saying, I had, I had to like, get some fact checks on that one. Anyway, uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I understand what you, what you mean. But you we had some of those. Like, there's always going to be one or two, but they need to appeal. I think this is where also they need to to kind of adjust these, but they need to appeal to more of the, the mainstream audience. And so the movies that they nominate need to have need to ring some sort of bell with people. And then maybe they could sneak in like one or two more like the favorite or like the lobster, uh, or some, you know, other movies like that, that maybe you have not heard of that would encourage you to go see it. That's, that's kind of like a networking idea. That's what the Academy does. Where like, if you've seen one movie, like let's say black Panther, then you heard it was nominated. You have to look up to see what else is not, you know, oh, I love Black Panther. Well, what else is it going up against? These movies, these movies, these movies? I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll check out these movies to kind of see what's going on. Like, that's, what's, that's what this is about, you know? Yeah, I agree. All so, right, so. Fuck that. So I'm not trying to make this episode longer, but I'm going to make this short and sweet for us. I want to do this. This is a new tradition here at Movie Guys Podcast. We know we have two traditions. We always have our yearly anniversary show, and we always have our annual Oscar reaction show. But tonight, starting from every year on, at the end of our Oscar reaction show, we're going to talk about, real quick, the Razzies. There you go. Okay. The reason why I want to talk about the Razzies is the Razzies already happened. And here are some of the uh, nominations here, okay? So, for the worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel category, it goes to Robin Hood, The Meg, Death Wish, Death of a Nation, or Holmes and Watson. And mm -hmm. Holmes and Watson won that category. Um, for worst screen combo... Donald Trump and him and his self protruding pretentiousness <laughs> one in that one guys. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Let's go to the big ones here. The worst supporting actress was see now. This is funny. This is ridiculous. Uh, Kelly, uh, Kellyanne Conway for Fahrenheit 11, nine. She won worst supporting actress really against uh, the 50 shades of gray chick. Really? Okay. Uh, supporting actor was John C. Riley for Holmes and Watson. Oh, and, well. and he was going up against Ludacris and Show Dogs. 
Jamie Foxx in Robin Hood, Joe McHale in Happy Time Murders, which I agree. And Eric, you would agree on this one. Just Justice Smith for Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, sure. Uh, the worst anyone, anyone associated with that movie. Right. <laughs> the worst actress of the year. The nominees were Jennifer Gardner for Peppermint, Amber Heard for London Fields, Helen Murren for Winchester, oh, Amanda, uh, Amanda Seyfried for The Clapper, and Melissa McCarthy for The Happy Time Murders. And Melissa McCarthy won Worst Actress of the Year for The Happy Time Murders. Oh, I think we can agree. There, I mean, there you go. That means... She's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. The Worst Actor of the Year nominees were Bruce Willis for Death Witch, John Tavolta for Gotti, Will Ferrell for Holmes and Watson, Johnny Depp, his voice only for Sherlock Gnomes, and Donald Trump. Donald Trump won Worst Actor of the Year. Well, this is a... Which defeats the purpose. Fucking John yeah, Gotti. John Travolta is John Gotti. was absolutely terrible. <laughs> I am... I am not liking the uh, the Arazis right now because it's political. Fuck this shit. Yeah. Uh, worst uh, last two worst director, uh, Ethan Cohen for Holmes and Watson, uh, the Gotti film Fifty Shades of Grey, Happy Time Murders in Winchester. Ethan uh, Eden Cohen won for worst director for Holmes and Watson, and worst picture of the year. Boys, the nominees are Winchester, Robin Hood, The Happy Time Murders. Gotti and Holmes and Watson. Eric, who won worst film of the year? Probably Holmes and Watson, right? There we go. Holmes and Watson won yes. worst film. How can that win worst film of the year when the Happy Time Murders was a billion times worse? But all right. Apparently well, we didn't shit. review Holmes and Watson. We did review the Happy Time Murders. Go back in our archives and, and take a peek at that. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Look. Well, that was fun to kind of look at the best, according to the Academy, and the worst with the Razzies. But, Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me for this most recent episode for our annual Oscar reaction episode. We will be back next week, kickstarting off with an old movie that no three of us have ever seen, but have heard of. Kicking off our two-part kick-ass chick series slash MCU universe, leading up to Captain Marvel. Next week, we'll be bringing you Tank Girl. Pretty pumped about that one. Tank Girl, considered one of the worst films of all time, leading up to Captain Marvel in just two weeks from now. So, I mean, the reason why we're doing this, fans, and I wanted to say this on air, is because we don't got much to choose from. I mean, we looked at the list. We got Supergirl. You got Wonder Woman. We wanted something a little bit different, right? We did Wonder Woman. Yeah, and plus we did Wonder Woman. So, I mean, what can we really do? Right, Eric? I mean, there's The new nothing... Wonder Woman. Yeah. I mean, like, we couldn't really do anything. So, Tank Girl is going to be our little review for the uh, for this small little film. <laughs> this will be interesting. Uh, I'm excited to see this. I've never seen it. So, thank you guys so much for joining me. And make sure to check us out on Facebook and on Twitter, on Instagram, and on YouTube. This is for Movie Guys Podcast. Thank you so much. Have a good night.